passing Live this life But son, we don't see shit She caught my eye Man, make my wife I know she wanna be saved She sending a time Have a good night Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of Inside the Dome. I am John Dodero, and I am joined with Carlin Jacob today. It's a new week here, and there is a lot to talk about this week. There is a lot to talk about, and we are going to start off strong because yesterday, the college football playoff bracket has officially been released. And we were talking about it a lot last week of all the potential chaos situations. And I think it's safe to say we had a chaos situation here because Bama won. So they were eligible. Florida State remained undefeated. Texas won their Big 12 championship. Georgia lost. So there was chaos. Somebody was going to be mad. Somebody was going to be mad about the decision, and the committee made their decision. They decided to go with Michigan as the one seed, Washington as the two seed. Both those teams won their conference championships. Michigan beat Iowa pretty easily. Washington beat Oregon, so that was a lock. The third seed went to Texas. They beat Bama week two, and they their only loss was to Oklahoma. But they won out the rest of their games and won the Big 12 championship against Oklahoma State. But that final spot could have went to Bama, could have went to Florida State, or maybe even Georgia if they thought about that. But nope, Georgia was six. And then four and five, it came down to Alabama and Florida State. And they hyped this up a lot on ESPN. And it went to Alabama. Alabama went from number eight to number four. Jumping over Florida State, jumping over Georgia. Georgia dropped from one to six. That is also something to consider right there. An insane drop for Georgia. I mean, everything about it was unprecedented in a way. There were a lot of unprecedented situations here. A lot of reactions, including from our group and others as well. But Carlin, I'll ask you first. General thoughts. Alabama getting in at four, Texas three, Washington two, Michigan one. What'd you think about it? At first, I hated it. But I think this is the right call. Let's go through this real quick. Michigan wins a big five conference. Got to put Michigan in. Right? Put Michigan in. Undefeated. Number one. Mm. I would put Washington at number one personally. Just because I think Washington's had better ranked wins. Anyways, Michigan at one. Makes sense. Number two, Washington. Pac-12 winner. Easily beat Oregon. Close. But I knew it was happening. I called it. uh, Washington, number two. This is where it gets tricky. If Florida State never lost Jordan Travis, you put Florida State in. I think there's no question about it. A better playoff football, Texas makes sense, and Bama makes sense. Now, we got these are New Year's Day games. 
uh, BAM, uh, Michigan, Rose Bowl, and then obviously uh, Texas, Washington will be uh, the Sugar Bowl in yeah. New Orleans. Honestly, I like the New Year's Day better than the New Year's Eve. I think New Year's Eve kind of like one thing that ruined it for me last year is because it's New Year's Eve. Like, what were you doing on New Year's Eve? Oh, I know what I was doing. <laughs> were you watching the games? It was a mixture of partying and watching the game. Yeah, see, and I was out with friends and family celebrating the New Year, like bringing in the New Year. So I like how they're doing these as the New Year's Day games. I think that's how it should be. I don't think any game should be on New Year's Eve. Or if they are, they shouldn't be at 8 o'clock at night when it could go past midnight. Like, it's too close. But I think this is the right call by the committee. Now, obviously, uh, Florida State gets snubbed, Ohio gets snubbed, and Georgia gets snubbed. Um, but I think it's the right call. Georgia didn't win the conference. Um, Florida State won the conference, and Ohio State didn't win. Um, the only case is Florida State. Florida State doesn't have Jordan Travis. I feel bad for them. I really do. But after those games, if if Florida State killed Louisville, I think you put Florida State in. But since they didn't do anything dominantly, it makes sense to me. It really does. And this year would have been the year to have the five-team football playoff. Uh, the 12-team. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, we will see. But, John, man, it's crazy. It's absolutely oh, crazy. It I thought Bama originally was going to miss, miss out on this. Yeah. I mean – there is a lot to this, and I was having conversations with people yesterday, or I mean Saturday on this, like who's going to get in, why should this team be in, why should this team not be in. I was going back and forth with people, even when they were announced, I was going back and forth with people. Me personally, I mean, there's certain ways you could classify this. You can either put in the four most deserving teams, just based on what happened the whole season, looking at every single week, or you could put in the four current best teams in the nation. And there's a clear difference there because if you look at the most deserving teams, Florida state's in have an undefeated season. You won all these games, one against Clemson beat LSU one against Louisville, won your championship. You should be in no brainer, but when you look at it as the four best current teams, and I agree with your point, if because of the George, Jordan Travis injury, that makes Florida State very unknown. And I don't think they've had enough games where they could prove that they are still an elite team without him. Because... Speaking of which, he t- did you see his tweet? I was going to read it off. In Perfect. I was just going to read it yeah. too. Continue. Okay, so I had two quotes I was going to read, too, because I want to talk about Florida State. Um, but, yeah, you don't know how this team would have done. So this was Jordan Travis's tweet after it was announced. So he said, devastated, heartbroken, in so much disbelief right now. I wish my leg broke earlier in the season so y'all could see this team is much more than the quarterback. I thought results matter, 13-0, and and this roster matches up across any team in those top four rankings. I am so sorry, go Knowles. Now, I'll say 
you want to say your thoughts on that first, or do you want me to? I think it's deserving to put Florida State in, though. Yeah. I put Florida State in over Bama. I really would. Now, here's here's one thing I'll say to that. I know a lot of people said it's precedent. Like, Florida State won out. They won their championship, the undefeated season. They have to be in, right? Something that's also precedent, though, is the SEC champion is always in, too. So it's like, are you going to break that and take Bama out? Well, well, okay. So there is that argument. There's also this argument, too. I would put Florida State in over Texas or Bama. I am not a big Bama fan. We've talked about this before. I don't think anyone is a big Bama fan besides Bama. But being the who we are and who we've become, we have to respect Bama and talk about Bama. Yeah. Well, what's happening back there? I guess someone's making a smoothie or something. Anyways, um, but I think Florida State should be in, and this should be a discussion between Texas and Bama. Who do you put in? And I, honestly, I would put Bama in over Texas. And the only reason I'm saying that is because Bama's only loss was to Texas, but Texas lost to like number twelve Oklahoma at the time. Yeah, I think, I think because of that, and I agree with you. I personally don't think that. Texas win over Bama matters much in my personal opinion, but I know the committee respects that a lot because it's it's week two in the season. Jalen Milrow was not the same Jalen Milrow we know now. This Bama team was adjusting at the time. They're not the same Bama team. So people are like, oh, Bama should have done it in week two. They should have beat him in week two. It's week two. Teams adjust. Teams get better. And on Florida State's hands, teams potentially regress. As well, I mean, with Jordan Travis's tweet, um, I agree with him in a way. I mean, I hate saying it, but when he said, I wish my leg broke earlier in the season so you all can see the team as much more than the quarterback, it, it makes a point. I mean, I think for their, Florida State's only chance to make the playoff would have been to, just to see how this team was without Jordan Travis and... When you go up against Louisville with your third string and only put up 16 points, uh, that's nothing Just that's nothing impressive, in my opinion. And when you say that your roster matches up across any team in the top four, like I said, this is a different Florida State team. I know it's just one injury, but that one injury changes your entire team. In my opinion, it doesn't matter who you beat earlier because we're not picking the most deserving team we're picking the best team in my opinion like if you go against Clemson and Clemson again if you play LSU again both those games without Jordan Travis do you win those games that's the thing I know I mean it sucks it really does for the guy for the players and all that the coaches but I mean let's be honest let me ask you this do you think Florida State had a chance against Michigan with either their second or third string quarterback. Do you think yeah. they had a legitimate chance? Yes. Be honest. I, Do you, yeah. you really think they would be – actually, let me just ask you this, son. Do you think they could be Bama? Do you think with their second or third string Bama. quarterback – Let me ask you that. Mm. I know how we are with Michigan. I know how okay, we are with Michigan. Here's, here, here, okay, let me do my defense for Michigan real quick. Michigan hasn't done much this season. 
Like, that's why I changed my question. Do you think now, Bama? They could be Bama. If Florida State could be Bama, I don't know. I think it'd be a dog fight. I say no. Here, because. Here's, here's, here's my thing, though, with Florida State. You remember when I picked Boston College against them? Yeah. And Florida State still won, but Boston yeah. College almost did win. There's more games like that, too, where Florida State almost lost. Granted, yeah. Bama did lose a game. We know this, but... They won all the other games pretty dominantly. They won a couple little scrap fights, but not as bad as Florida State, though. Yeah. And normally, fun. and normally, like in football, like pro professional football, it doesn't matter how you win. In college, it matters how you win if you want to make it with having a loss or two. Yeah. For the you honestly, at least. you bring up a great point because. You mentioned the Florida State-Boston College game and how close that was. And Florida State fans want to use the Bama-Auburn game as an example when that alone is a heated rivalry, too. And it's like, oh, Bama struggled against Auburn. Why do they deserve it? You guys struggled against Boston College. So, I mean, there's that argument, too. But, I mean, here's what... This was my argument back on Saturday. I I didn't even want Texas in. In my opinion, when I looked at the four best teams in the nation, I thought it was Michigan and Washington that they both earned it. And I thought Georgia and Bama, I mean, I thought the two of them, uh, they could be the number one and number two best teams in the nation right now, in my opinion. I mean, Georgia was the number one for the majority of the season. Ohio State had that honor for a while. But, and Georgia wasn't at 100%, and I feel like in a couple weeks they will be 100%. So there is that. So I personally think Georgia and Bama are two of the four best teams in the nation right now on talent and ability. On on talent, yes, but I think Texas deserved it after getting that Big 12 championship. I yeah. know it's Oklahoma State. I know that. But I think Texas played good football, and putting Texas in is great. Also, money-wise, for this being the final year with 14 playoff, you got a Big Ten, you got a Pac-12, a Big 12, and an SEC. And I told you at yeah. the beginning of this year, at the beginning of this, I said each team is going to be from a different conference. Yeah. And, and I think that's good. Yeah, you are right. I mean, money-wise, this is the best option, in my opinion. I mean, if you have Florida State play, no offense, they are going to be huge underdogs just because it's just an unknown in my opinion, and Bama is more known. Bama is honestly, in my opinion, Bama is the hottest team. After that Texas loss, then they had one more game after that where Miller didn't play. But after that, they have multiple ranked wins. They beat Ole Miss, beat Tennessee. They they beat beat Georgia. They beat the number one team. They They beat LSU as well. Bama was red hot after that Texas loss. And you beat the best team in the nation right after that. And you're going to kick them out of the playoff, in my opinion. The other thing I want to talk about um, is that at the end of the day, you can't control your season. I think the only way Florida State would have made it is if they dominated the last couple games without Drew Travis. And, like, I'm not talking, like, 20 nothing. I'm talking, like, 40s, high 30 games. 
where you're just killing your opponent and your quarterback has like 300 plus yards a game, no interceptions, then you deserve it in my opinion. Just because that team does rely on Jordan Travis and it's not just Jordan Travis like we just talked about, but you needed to prove in those two games that you can ball to make the playoffs and they just didn't do enough and it sucks. It really does. I, I truly do feel bad for them. I think Florida State did get snubbed, but looking at it, Bama and Texas were the better teams to put in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I wish I had a picture still saved. It was something that they used for determining the rankings, but one of the factors, they look at head-to-head victories. They look at conference wins, but they also look at key injuries or coaching situations too that could impact the team. That is one of the factors that they use. So they do look beyond the record and all that. But I'll I'll say something with Texas too, because I didn't really talk about them. I eventually, with my discussions with friends on Saturday, I kind of caved into Texas making the playoffs because logically they deserve it. I mean, they beat Bama first off and they dominated in their conference championship. So I think Texas kind of had a spot locked in at that point. I don't think they're better than a team like Georgia. I think Bama's better than them too, but they kind of earned their spot in a way. But I mean, let's just say Quinn Ewers went out out of the season with an injury and they were relying on very fresh Arch Manning and he's not done much. Do you keep them in the playoffs at that point? Like we would be saying no, most likely. Yeah. So I mean, it sucks. <laughs> it does. It really does. And this is why 12 team playoffs is going to be so much better. Exactly. And obviously we're going to have conversations with 12 team about who got snubbed in the 13 seed and stuff. But then again, if you're number 13 in the country, and you have like three losses. I don't think you deserve it. I think at most you can only have two losses for 12 team. Um, yeah, something like oh, that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk about these matchups real quick. So, Bama and Michigan, number one and number four, will play the Rose Bowl game on January 1st at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Rose Bowl, Pasadena, California. Michigan right now is favored minus two. Okay. Washington favored. Huh? Michigan's favored. I know. Washington, Texas, Monday, January 1st at 8.45 p.m. Caesars Dome, New Orleans. Um, Texas is favored minus four. Great matchups. Great locations. I love the Rose Bowl. It's actually being a college football playoff game this year. I love that. So, right now, if I had a pick... It's going to be Bama and probably Texas. I think we're going to be able to do If I didn't do an early prediction, I mean, we'll make our prediction once we get to that. I would say Bama and honestly Washington. I would go Washington. I don't know. I would feel. Yeah. I, I kind of like Michael Penix right now. I, I, I do too. I do want to say something though. Who will I be rooting for? I will be rooting for Michigan. Because I do not like Bama. Because let's be honest, Michigan's not being Texas or Washington. But I don't think Michigan's beating Bama. Yeah, I don't think so either. Did you see I don't their think reaction? Michigan... Did you see Michigan's reaction once it was announced it was Bama? No. 
they did not like sound happy or anything like that. They have yet it, to prove themselves this year. I honestly think I think Michigan was scared when it was announced they were playing Bama over FSU. I think they were a lot more scared because that's the other thing too. I don't think Michigan would have really feared Florida State, in my opinion. Well, you th- you think about this one too, right? Michigan moves up to the one seed, right? You're the committee. Yeah. And you put Florida State in. Do you think Florida State-Michigan would be a good game? Um, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. No. I think I it agree. would be a blowout. <laughs> and I think, And I think that's why they didn't put Florida State in. I mean, the college football playoff commissioner literally said Jordan Travis's injury played a key part yeah. of them not putting him in. Even if they moved up to the three seed, you have Washington, Florida State. Florida State loses in any matchup, in my opinion. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah. But I agree. I've, I have one more quote I was just going to read. This was from Florida State's head coach, Mike Norvell. So he was a lot more mad about this. He said, I won't say the whole thing. It's too long. But I am disgusted and infuriated with the committee's decision today to have what was earned on the field taken away because a small group of people decided they knew better than the results of the games. What is the point of playing games? Do you tell players it is okay to quit if someone goes down? Do you not play a senior on senior day for fear of injury? I mean, technically, that kind of happens. Anyway, uh, where is the motivation to schedule challenging non-conference games? We are not only an undefeated P5 conference champion, but we also play two P5 non-conference games away from home and won them both. Then again, they won both of those games with Jordan Travis, I believe. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel I feel for them. I do. I do. I think we all do. But and honestly, I, same thing would be with Texas. Same thing would be with Bama. Same thing would be Georgia. Florida State gets in. I'd feel bad for Bama. As much as that kills me, as much as that kills me to say that, looking at Bama, they've been red hot, like you said. How can you not put Bama in? Same thing with Texas. They've been red hot. How can you not put Texas in? Yeah. I mean, and is here's, there... here's I have one more thing to say. I know you're yeah. going to ask me a real question. Think of it this way, too. Remember last year's Final Four? With TCU? TCU should have never been there. The thing is, they didn't have a big injury or anything. I think TCU, <laughs> thing is, TCU they at least earned the spot and their team stayed healthy. It but was the same team throughout the season. I think the committee was scared that uh, Florida State was going to be another TCU, especially with no Jordan Travis. And yeah. also, my other thing is, too, is last year should have been Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and then TCU. Have the yeah. game a rematch in college football and then have TCU beat, try to beat Georgia. If they do, cool. Give me yeah. a great final game. They beat the number one team in the country. And if they don't, you're still going to have a great championship game like that blowout we got. Yeah, the seeding was wrong. I think TCU should have been the fourth seed, in my opinion, and played Georgia round one just to see if they can even hang and on. 
that reason alone, I think, is why Florida State got stubbed. Yeah, I mean, I think they knew. I don't compare them exactly like TCU, but I get, I get, like the game result would have been similar to what happened with TCU. And I mean, the last thing you have to think about too is like, Bama beats Georgia. Would you? You can't have just Georgia in the playoff because that would make no sense because Bama beat them. So it's like, would you take out both Bama and Georgia, two of and the best teams in the nation? You also have to remember Georgia almost lost to Auburn as well. That too. And all all of the teams, Texas had close losses or close wins. Georgia had close wins. Bama had close wins. Florida State did. Washington did. Yeah, Washington only put up like 15 points against a very weak school one week. Like every team had close wins in like bad weeks. So you can't even look at that too. So, I mean, I feel like Bama had to be in the playoff. My my concern was with, was if Texas would be in the playoff. That was more of me going into Sunday. But I do feel for Florida State. I really do. But I think you and I could both agree that 12-team playoff next year will solve all of these problems. <laughs> and it's going to be upset alert. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be great. I mean, because there will be no controversy at that point. All of the champions will, all the conference champions will be in the playoff. I mean, that's nearly a guarantee at that point. And it'll just be the battle of like the two lost teams who get in and don't get in. So it's kind of last year that we have to worry about this situation. This was the chaos route. I think all Georgia had to do was win to avoid all of this. Because if Georgia won, I think it'd be Georgia, Michigan, Washington. And then you could argue Florida State there over Texas. I really think you could argue that yeah, potentially. Yeah, so too. Because the Texas win over Bama means less at that point. Yep. So, I think if Georgia won, then all of these problems could have been avoided. At well, this so point. all it all would have been undefeated teams. Yeah, it would have just been all undefeated teams, straightforward. There would have been no mess. So, Florida State fans, if you were mad about this, my final thought: blame Georgia. <laughs> That's essentially it. But, blame Carson Beck. <laughs> yeah, blame Carson Beck. I don't know, but yeah. We will definitely be talking more about these playoff matchups as the weeks go on. But they announced all the bowl games on Sunday. And actually, before we get to the bowl games, since this is technically our only college football episode this week, we might as well talk about last week a little bit. And Carlin, you did not have a good week, my friend. You did not have a good week. Uh, You went four and six. I went seven for three in picks. My wrong ones, I got Oregon-Washington wrong yet again. Um, You got Miami of Ohio versus Toledo wrong. Miami of Ohio won. Shout out to our friend Jubert. I was rooting for you. Uh, Boise State, UNLV, you got that wrong. Boise State won. Georgia-Bama, we both got that wrong. Bama won. Uh, SMU versus Tulane. We both got that wrong. Appalachian State versus Troy. I had a feeling about Troy. Troy won that one. And then Louisville versus Florida State. I ain't going to lie, Carlin. I nearly flipped my pick to Louisville, but I kept it Florida State. But you got that wrong. No, we both got Michigan right. So you were down 10 games on me. But that seems impossible to come back from. But we have a lot 
of bowl games in total, plus Army Navy too, which we'll get to at the end of the episode. But in total, we have about over 30 games to predict over the next couple of weeks. So there are chances for you to come back in this. And they're not gimme matchups too, the majority of them. A lot of 50-50 matchups. So any matchups that catch your eye over these next three weeks, four weeks. So first off, Ole Miss Penn State, I think that's going to be a fun game. Good old Mississippi. I wish we were playing Tennessee. But I think Ole Miss versus Penn State is a good game. Uh, that's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Basically, all the New Year Day Bowl games are going to be good one, except the only one I was looking weird at was Oregon and Liberty. But if Bo Nix doesn't play, which he probably won't, then it could make it a pretty mm-hmm. good. But that is a good bowl game. You also got, real quick, Missouri and Ohio State. Uh, Ole Miss and Penn State, like we said. Georgia and Florida State, which I think is going to be a good game. Because you yeah. don't have Jordan Travis, and we'll see. I think they start Carson back. They'll so start back, but they probably won't start Brock Bowers. Probably not. But I think this will prove whether or not Florida State deserved it or not. Florida State wins, and they won pretty good. I think Florida State could. I think Florida State fans should say we deserved it. Um, other games, real quick: Liberty, Oregon, Fiesta Bowl. Bama, Michigan, Rose Bowl, uh, Texas, Washington, Sugar Bowl. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, there's a bunch of them. But another one I'm interested in, North Carolina and West Virginia yes. University. Duke's beat Mayo Bowl. It. You beat me to it. You want to talk about it? It's your team. Yeah. I mean, I am happy that WVU got a good bowl game. The Duke Mayo Bowl in North Carolina. That will be... Uh, UNC, though, North Carolina, they will probably not have Drake May playing unless he wants to. You're always free to, Drake May, if you're listening. Uh, you can play against us, see all you do. I think it would make it, I think, a more legitimate win for West Virginia if Drake May was playing. But it will be a great game. North Carolina was ranked at an earlier point. Actually, probably over half of the season they were ranked. So, I mean, West Virginia, they went 8-4, and four, and they deserved a good bowl game in my opinion. Easily could have been 9-3 and three if it wasn't for a Hail Mary. But I'm I'm very proud of the West Virginia team. I really am. Neil Brown is confirmed to be the head coach for next season, so I will officially have Neil Brown for all of my years in college. So that's something. And, I mean, he technically earned the job this year. I know he was on the hot seat, a bad hot seat, and... The team took a lot of strides, especially when they were projected to finish last in the Big 12. They were projected to finish last. Garrett Green was projected to like not be good at all. And WVU definitely surpassed expectations. Now, I know the Big 12 kind of regressed this year. TCU was not as good. Uh, Texas Tech wasn't as good. And WVU also didn't play teams like Texas, Kansas, Kansas State. So they got to avoid some of that, but they still, 8-4 and four is not easy. And they beat Pitt, too. They beat Pitt. That is always an accomplishment. I was going to mention that. Also, I forgot <laughs> to mention, uh, Tennessee-Iowa. Oh. Which could be a good game. Oh, my God, no. Don't even get me started with Iowa. They're still ranked 17, I think. 
Yeah, that's what oh you have. Oh my it. god. Iowa I like how the over under for Iowa points was like point five and they went under. It was that's so their funny. offense they're all they had more punning yards this season than passing yards. It's insane. And they're what, eight and four? I think they have they may have three yeah, three or four losses. Um, I don't even know. But yeah, any other games that stand out to you? Um, yeah, I'll look at it real quick. WVU and UNC was my big one. Ooh. Arizona and Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. That'll be a good game. Arizona's sure been if, hot this year. Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, Dylan Gabriel. I don't know. I don't know his situation with like the NFL because somebody told me he's a senior, so he might go to the draft. I'm not sure about his situation. Also, uh, shout out to James Madison. That too. Air Force Bull. Armed Forces Bull versus the Air Force. Yeah, James Madison getting an air... Uh, oh my god. A bull game. That is that is a great accomplishment. And they were all misdenied too. They got lucky because there weren't enough teams with six wins. So, JMU got lucky there. But other games... I'm just looking through each week. Miami of Ohio. We have a buddy who goes there. So, they play uh, in the... Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. That will be that is a funny bull name there. So that's a big one. UCLA plays Boise State. Uh James Madison, we mentioned that. Bowling Green, Dan Smith's place, uh, in our second week of coverage. They play Minnesota in the Quick Lane Bowl. So shout out to Bowling Green people. Um Texas AM, Oklahoma State. That'll be a good one, in my opinion. Oklahoma State. They did lose against Texas, but they've had a pretty successful season overall. Still ranked. Uh, Rutgers got a bowl game, too. Uh, shout out to them. They had a nice season. Other games I'm looking at. WV almost played Clemson. That was a possibility. They're playing Kentucky in the Gator Bowl. That'll be a fun game. Missouri and Iowa. I just said Iowa. Missouri and Ohio State play in the Cotton Bowl. One of the New York. New Year's six games, number nine versus number seven. That'll be a fun one. Marvin Harrison Jr., though, probably won't play in that game. Auburn, Maryland's happening. And then any other game? Probably Wisconsin, LSU. I don't know if Jaden Daniels would play in that game or not. He, do you think, though, we are at the end of the season. Do you think Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman? Or do you think it goes to somebody else? I think it's going to go to Jane Daniels. Yeah. I don't know who be- else would win it. He became the favorite after the Oregon-Washington game. I think Jane so. Daniels. Also, I just realized um, that so the 31st uh, New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. Um, So that's why the bowl games, the New Year's Six is on the 30th and then the game is on the first but i think that's always how it should be regardless um i think that the new year six game should be the 30th and the first just because i didn't like last year like how like you had to watch the game during the time and it almost at midnight and like i don't oh, know it I hit feel, midnight exactly I, at the I end of the, the game i i don't know i feel like this is a hot take but i feel like the players should enjoy new year's with their family I or agree. like you know have like like you know, obviously, you go to Arizona and you play it. Play it, you know, like, enjoy the New Year in Arizona. 
before. And again, you got professional players who miss holidays like Thanksgiving and all that. Yeah. To play football. But, but I'm saying, like, don't have the game start at 8.15 at night and ha- have the clock strike midnight in the middle of a game. Like, oh, was, last year. You, you remember last year. It was the Georgia-Ohio State game. Right at, like, the final kick, it hit midnight. It hit midnight, yeah. Final kick of the um, game. It was great. Yeah. But it was the pe- there were there were people like I guess they're la- it was like buffering or something and they're trying to watch the end of the game. It's about to hit midnight. So it was like a big mess. There were like a bunch of funny videos. You know, you know what's funny too? How what? these college football playoff games always go in the crown and try to find like the best looking girl. And we'll always show her. Do you remember that Georgia Ohio State game? They kept going back to this one girl. I'm not remember. making this up. They they kept going back to her. Every like five minutes, they would show her again because she'll have a different facial reaction based on the game. But like out of everyone mystery. in the 70,000 people in the crowd, you're showing the one girl. Yeah. It went viral on t- uh, Twitter because everyone was trying to figure out who she was. All the single dudes. Yeah, it's probably it's probably gonna happen again this year. I would bet um, my money on it. But yeah. hey, there is college football this week, though. There is. Oh my goodness! Want to talk I about will not quick? be watching. I will not be watching. I'll be watching. It's I'll watch the beginning. I think we can find better things to do. But we're gonna cover it though. We're gonna cover it to end this episode. The only game of week fifteen, the last week before bowl games. Army versus Navy, the classic tradition. The only game happening this weekend, and Carlin will be watching, know, most likely. Do you, do you know where it's at? It's in Foxborough, I believe. Is it? Yeah, okay. Because I was yes. going to say, I know it travels a little bit. But yeah, yeah. so, so Army-Navy. This... this game is actually really close to in favor odds. Uh, Army is favored minus two and a half. This game is on Saturday at three o'clock. Over under is twenty eight points. I hmm. wonder when's the last time Army Navy hit the over. Don't ask me. <laughs> they, they they're never high scoring games. They're always dog fights. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm gonna look at both schedules because we do have to make a pick, and this will count. For the one point it is. So I'll go with Army first. Um, they beat Delaware State, killed them, beat a team like UTSA. They lost to Syracuse, barely lost to Boston College, lost to Troy, got destroyed by LSU, lost to Massachusetts. They beat Air Force. Air Force was number 25 at the time, and Army beat them 23-3. to So there is that. They are actually on a three-game winning streak. They beat Air Force, Holy Cross, and Coastal Carolina. So they are on a three-game winning streak. But Navy, first off, Army is 5-6. and six. Navy is also 5-6. and six. Navy, on the other hand, they got destroyed by Notre Dame in the very first week. They beat Wagner. They lost to Memphis in a close one. Lost to South Florida. Beat North Texas in a close one. Beat Charlotte. 14 nothing, lost to Air Force. An Army beat Air Force, so there is that. Lost to Temple. Um, 
who else? They beat UAB, beat East Carolina, and then lost to SMU at the end of their season, 59 to 14. So do you want me to go first or do you want to go first for the prediction? You can go first. Alrighty. I don't have a lot of logic for this, but I'm going to take Army for this one. Essentially, they beat Air Force, and Navy cannot beat Air Force. There is that. But I do think, though, Army has a bit more of a hot streak right now. They have a three-game winning streak. So I'll take Army for this one. Go Army. What about you? I'm going to differ. I'm going to take Navy. My grandfather was in the Navy, um, so I have ties with the Navy. So I'm going to rock with Navy here. Um, honestly, you and I don't know anything. I think it's just better if we go different here. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, for the fun it's, it. It, it's one game. It's one game. But, hey, spread is minus two and a half, and I am pounding the under. This <laughs> game is never a high-scoring game whatsoever, but it is always a good game. Former presidents normally show up, um, or the current president sometimes will show up to the game. I have seen that before. It is cool seeing like the band members dressed up in their um, uniforms as well as uh, the students who technically go or who are part of it. Uh, they dress up in uniform and stuff. It's very yeah. cool to watch. Also, yeah, definitely. did you hear about the one football player who was balling? I think he was Z1. And he's actually, instead of declaring for the draft or anything, he is actually going to the military. Did you hear about this? I did hear about that. I forget the player. Well, I forget the player in the school. But, yeah, I did hear about that story. I don't know much about that. That That was a cool story. Thank you, definitely, for your service. Thanks to all veterans as well for their service too or and any, all, any active members as well yes you will all be honored in this area game that is why i think a lot of people like to watch this game it's a very patriotic game i will not lie so they, it, it they is sh- a special game they should have army navy and then uh air force and what's the other one i'm forgetting one. air force and i was gonna uh, say all in those air force Air Force, Army, Navy. I'm forgetting what. Coast Guard. Do they have a team? Uh, does Coast Guard even have a team? That's the question. Uh, oh, you can I verify like, that. But I was going to say they should have it like all on one Saturday. You know? Yeah. I feel yeah. like that would be Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Space Force, Coast Guard, National Guard. Wow. <laughs> the Space Force football <laughs> The Space Force football team. I love it. I do wonder. He's at, the, he's at the moon. He's at Jupiter. He's at Pluto. Touchdown. Uh, Space Wars. Um, I do wonder, though. Like, let's say Army was like a ranked team and they were very good. Like, would they skip the Army Navy game or do they have to play it every week, every year? I think they have to play it. Like, what, what if they were like in the playoff? Let's say that Army was in the playoff. They're like the four seed Whoa. and they have a game. Do they still have to play the Army Navy game? I would say yes because they're not as they're not a championship. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I was just wondering like if that ever was a scenario. But I don't think it will ever be a scenario. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it will. But that's gonna do it, I think, 
for this week. Uh, well, essentially, no, no, not this well, week. Whoa, okay. Yeah, this this week. episode. This episode. This, episode. <laughs> this, this week in college football. This is it. I know that for a fact. This will be the only college football episode we drop this week. But next week with college football, we will begin predicting every single bowl game. And before I recorded this, I wrote down all of the games. And each week, technically, we will do it. So next week, we will cover 10 games. It'll be from December 16th to the 22nd. So that goes from Georgia Southern to an Ohio game to whatever the Gasparilla Bowl will be. The teams are to be determined at the moment. That might have updated. But for now, it is to be determined. Week two of bowl games from December 23rd to December 28th. We will predict 18 games starting from the Birmingham Bowl all the way to Arizona versus Oklahoma, the Alamo Bowl. That will be the following week we do that. Then the next week, December 29th to January 1st, we will start with Clemson, Kentucky and go all the way down to Texas versus Washington. We will cover both semifinal games and all of the New Year Six games, as well as some others happening during that time frame. 13 games there. And then the final week of college football, maybe the final episode, maybe we'll do one after that to wrap it all up. But this episode will probably take place in January, but it will be previewing the college football national championship. So that's our schedule for college football. We got about three to four weeks left of it. It is sad. It is really sad, but... We will be covering all of the bowl games, so definitely stay tuned over the next couple weeks when your team is coming up. Definitely listen to that episode. So stay tuned for all those. The rest of this week, Under the Lights will drop tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. And then our weekly NFL episode will drop the following day, I believe on Wednesday. So that'll be the rest of the week. Pretty straightforward. He'll kind of be the these three episodes for the rest of the year college football under the lights nfl for the rest of the year so stay tuned for all those stay tuned for the rest of this week make sure as always to follow us on our social medias instagram twitter slash x tiktok facebook and youtube you can find all those links in all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio if you are listening to us on apple podcasts or overcast go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there but other than that it will be fun. I know a lot of people are mad with the college football playoffs, but I think it was the right choice. Do you agree? Yeah, Do you think it was the right choice? 100% right. Yeah. Washington, Michigan, Texas, and Bama. Not in that order, of course. Those will be the four teams. We will cover them near the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. But as always, with Carlin Jacob, I am John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.